Hey guys, it's Brianna, and it is the last episode of this podcast for this season, and I am joined by Christina again. Hello. Christina, I think you were on my first episode of this season, like, not the episode where I went through the whole cast preseason, but the first episode where we talked about the very beginning of the season, so it has come full circle. It's come to an end. It has come to an end, sad to say. Um, And as much as people have said that this was a bad season of Big Brother, I was actually quite entertained the whole season. Obviously, we know there was a ton of controversy and like some not cool stuff happened. And I think generally people are pissed off with the outcome of the season. But I can't lie. I am a Big Brother fan. And as much as people say, this is the last season I'm ever going to watch, they always come back. And I can't lie, I think this was a very entertaining season, and I oh, actually yeah. did enjoy it. I don't know about you. I did, too. I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't as disappointed with the ending as most people. I mean, it was a little, like, un- uneasing, but I don't think it was absolutely terrible. Exactly. So we have a lot to, s- a lot to discuss. Um, we are obviously going to go over the entire finale episode, but before we do that, quick recap of Sunday's episode, which was the part one H-O-H. They also did some flashbacks during this episode. Um, I actually really liked the part one H-O-H competition. Uh, it was the obstacle course with a lot of different aspects. First, they needed to build a puzzle. The puzzle looked really complicated. Yeah. Um, then and once they completed the puzzle, a chest would open and they had to transfer 25 gold coins to the other side of the obstacle course. So they had to like climb up to a platform, go across these like rope swings and put their coins in place and then go back and get every single one 25 times. What did you think about this competition? I thought it was interesting. I mean, I think the whole part about the puzzle and all that, that was so interesting. I'm not that great at puzzles. I I mean, like, especially something that looks like a big 3D kind of emblem, whatever it was. But I think what was the most difficult part it looked was when they had to jump across those things and go across the swinging rope steps. Um, You can clearly see that Nicole was struggling to jump across those platforms. She barely made it every time. So I think that kind of wore her out towards the end. But um, I thought it was very entertaining seeing as... Mickey and Holly were neck and neck the whole second half of it. Definitely. I personally, it's one of those competitions where like I wanted to try it. I was like, wow, that looks like fun. Yeah. Like I want to be out there and like get to try it, obviously without like the stress of the game. It just looked like one of those competitions that would be fun to try out. And I definitely agree. I think this competition was not made for Nicole. She obviously we know she's she's smaller she doesn't have the stamina that maybe like Jackson and Holly have yeah. so I think it was it was tough on her physically and because she struggled with the puzzle in the beginning she wasn't able to get any kind of a lead on them yeah. so I think that's really what did it for her maybe if she had a, a more of a lead with the puzzle she could have done better but to be quite honest she was lagging so far behind them and was losing ground so quickly once she did get the puzzle finished Wouldn't that have I, made a difference. yeah I honestly don't think this was her comp I don't think she was gonna win it regardless yeah so go like in regards to that comp do you, I've been seeing a lot of controversy on Twitter saying that 
production and the show kind of favor comps towards certain people. Do you like, where do you stand in that conversation? Cause I've never been one to really think of it that way. Cause I just think they have all these things planned out so far ahead of time that it's probably already set before they figure out who's going to be there. Well, it's funny you say that. And I definitely, there's definitely some production interference in the game as a whole. Um, and yeah. we've seen it in like other seasons. We can talk about the season where, Helen was supposedly pushed. There's conspiracy theories about that. There's all kinds of things we could talk about. But as far as like tailoring competitions to certain people, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, One of the things I did want to mention, though, and I can't remember exactly what account it was. It may have been Taryn Armstrong that posted it on Twitter, but don't quote me on that. Essentially, it was a breakdown of like the past however many seasons of Big Brother and the percentage of mental to physical competitions. Yeah. And in the recent years, the competitions have gotten a lot more physical mm-hmm. versus in past years, it's been more of a sort of 50-50 or you could say like 30-30-40% with mental skill and physical competitions. So I do think that Big Brother has started to lean towards more of the physical type competitions and that's why we've seen more physical people win or get far but I don't necessarily think that's them tailoring it to specific cast members on a season yeah I I agree with that it's just like throughout the season I kept seeing people comment on it and I was thinking about it and I was I was just like baffled because I'm like I don't think they would production would go out of their way to be like we're gonna do a physical comp because we know people A, B, and C can do it and people D, E, F can't. I just, I feel like people kind of take it to the extreme when they're kind of like, oh, they're tailoring it towards these people because of these reasons. Like they may be getting favored for certain reasons, but I don't think that's one of them. Yeah. Like certain things I think did happen. Like we can talk about how during that veto competition production helped Jackson with the questions which yes I think that is in them interfering with the game but as far as like tailoring specific competitions to specific people I don't think that necessarily happens yeah can you just briefly explain what happened with that situation so I didn't see the actual live feed footage but it was shared around on Twitter and I saw some of the like um dialogue that people had written out essentially what happened was Jackson was talking on the live feeds about how the questions were so obviously with that competition it was the one where they had to like pull the slingshot and knock down the faces Um, and essentially a lot of the questions were double negatives and part of the competition was figuring out who you had to knock down before actually going to knock them yeah and so a lot of times I guess what was happening with Jackson he said he was reading them wrong. So like the he would flip the thing over and it would say like anyone who was not HOH. But the prompt for the competition was who do not apply. So it's a double negative. So yeah. he was knocking down the opposite of what it was asking for. And apparently someone in production kept saying to him, um, who does not apply? Who does not apply? Like they kept reiterating it to him because oh. during the competition he was fucking it up. And Nicole and Jackson were so close in their times that a lot of people think had production not interfered, she would have won it and the game would be completely different. 
Um, Jackson or Holly would have gone home. So that I don't appreciate. I think because they do get, and a lot of people don't know this, but competitions that are not live, there is like a a time frame where they are allowed to ask questions about the competition before it Mm -hmm. happens. So he had all of the rules and everything confirmed before he started. He was getting confused, which you can argue it's a part of the competition to understand what you need to do. So a lot of people were upset by that, but no, I I I get that. I mean, it shouldn't like, it's tough because it's not like he's deliberately getting direct direct help from them but she, she didn't understand it but it also doesn't make it right so right exactly yeah. um so going back to the part one of the hoh obviously we know mickey wins it um which means he advances right to part three and nicole says that in this episode we also hear nicole say that if she does get to the final hoh she's gonna take holly and i think mickey winning this last competition sort of signed the check I guess you could Mm -hmm. say in Nicole's mind that I can't take this guy because if I take this guy I'm not gonna win she didn't have that feeling in her gut and she's one of those people who really goes with that feeling and Mm -hmm. you know she would have regretted it so then we got to the finale episode and the first thing I wanted to talk about was the jury round table Obviously, we know it was hosted by Dr. Will, as it usually is or has been in the past recent seasons. Cliff enters. Wasn't necessarily a surprise to anyone, I didn't feel like. It wasn't like this huge shocking thing. Mm-hmm. And they start discussing out of the final three who they might might choose as their winner. And one thing I will say is I was very impressed with this jury in Mm -hmm. that it seemed Mm -hmm. like at the beginning a lot of them went into the conversation bitter but towards the end of the jury round table it seemed like a lot of them actually were considering game and strategy over their emotions which I like because we don't see that a lot yeah Tommy made the comment where he said for the past like however long he's been in jury now week or two weeks whatever it was two weeks he uh, was struggling with separating his, his morals, what he felt was right, versus the gameplay that they played and what he felt because he was a super fan. So I just kind of, you can kind of see there that him, as an example, was struggling and he was taking gameplay into serious consideration. So some just to, to name some arguments for certain people, Cat's um, argument for Nicole was that she had the best social game. Christy said that she was really good at planting seeds without anyone realizing she was doing it and sort of taking down stronger people without actually having to be the person to do it. Uh, Cliff, Cliff said that she had a strategic game and strategic wins. She didn't win until she needed to. And Jess said that laying low is definitely a strategy, which I agree with. Uh, I agree was, with, but I don't think Jess was playing a good game. Oh, no, definitely not. No, I think she meant for Nicole. Oh, no, um, yeah. So then, as far as people who were campaigning for Holly, there weren't many. It seemed like a lot of people didn't think she should win, regardless of who she sat next mm. to. The only person that really came to Holly's defense <laughs> was Kat. 
She said that Holly was a good force for, like, taming the beast, which I do think is true. Um, And she said she just won when she needed to and not all of the time. And the other argument for Holly to win was that she went for the bigger targets, whereas uh, Mickey went for Jess and Sis. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really funny when... um, I can't remember exactly who it was. I think... Somebody somebody said something about how um, Mickey went for the bottom feeders and Jess Someone looked said pissed. That. Yeah, Jess looked pissed, so I thought that was kind of funny. Mickey went after kind of the bottom feeders. I just, I mean, like, I don't think, I mean, oh, to an extent, I don't think it matters who you go after as long as it's good for your game. Mm-hmm. And I think Mickey felt in that time, since Jess was kind of the swing vote that he knew would not be on his side, she was another number. So he felt it would be not just the easiest, but it would create less blood. And yeah. I think it, it was kind of smart of him to get rid of her in the moment. Like that, that kind of was the best outcome because it didn't create as big of a stir as getting Christy out at that point or whoever else. I yeah. just, I think at the time it, it, it was a good idea. Good no, decision. you can definitely argue that. But I also think like, when it comes down to a jury, a lot of it is, like, what you see on paper. And yeah. if on paper you see, like, okay, this person evicted these threats and this person evicted these people. So I think on paper I, I get why they were using that as an argument for Holly. Also, Holly didn't have many people on her side. So I think that was, like, one of the only things they could think of to say in her defense. The only other thing that they said about Holly as an argument for why she should win was that she went 83 days without touching the block, which I will admit is very impressive. Very impressive. Um, only, I think only one person has ever won Big Brother, never having had their ass cheeks touch the block. Yeah, and that's big boy Derek. <laughs> so um, Holly tried to come for his title, but of course she did not succeed. Um, arguments for Jackson. Basically, they said he was a competition beast. Oh, Cliff said that he wishes that Jackson just owned all of the sort of like disloyal things that he did. On the other hand, other people said that they felt like he was one of the most loyal players in the game. And um, like you mentioned, Tommy was saying he knows that he should vote for Jackson because he believes he played the best game, mm-hmm. but he's torn when it comes to like who he actually wants to win as a person. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I think with everyone's decisions, I mean, minus Nick, everyone was kind of thinking, I need to think of someone who I think deserves it and someone who their gameplay has proven that they should win a big brother. And I think in most of the jury's thoughts, those two sides are of completely different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a lot of people just strictly on personal reasons would have just chose Jackson, but they couldn't deny the fact, I think, that he had such a track record and that he was doing, he was playing a good game. Like as much as he is jerk, can't deny he played, played a pretty good game. Exactly. Got him to the end. Even with all those weeks of him being the house's target of everyone else, when Jax, Christy, Tommy, all of them were against him, he only had Holly. They pulled that through. They got rid of everybody. Well, the most impressive thing to me, and again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, was in Jackson's argument for why he should win, he said, which I didn't even realize, he won an HOH or a veto every single week to ensure his safety. 
crazy. Which is like astonishing. I think somebody said he has the record for the most competition wins, but I'm not sure if that's true or not. So don't don't yeah, um, I have to look that up. Quote me on that. We might have to fact check it, but I think he may have won the most comps. Speaking of competitions, we get to HOH part two, and we know it's Nicole versus Holly because Jackson won part one. And it is a memory competition, but again, there is a physical component. Mm -hmm. So basically, they have that big, huge brain um, with all of the different memories, and they have to match the number of the day to the day that it happened um, on the brain. And it's a rock climbing wall. Uh, they have yeah. to climb up, place the numbers, and then once they have them all in place, they hit their button. And if it's correct, they will clock out at whatever time. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard some rumors, and I don't know if you heard this or not. I don't know if it's true, that supposedly Nicole was having trouble breathing because of the CO2 they used to create yeah, the fog. Yeah. Which... I did notice when I was watching the episode that they were both breathing really heavily. And I know you're really not supposed to breathe a lot of that stuff in. People said she actually passed out from it. Um, But her time wasn't that far behind Holly's. So I don't know how true that is or what exactly happened. Either way, though, a lot of people were saying that's not fair. They should have let her redo it or they should have like done a different comp or something like that. I don't think that's necessarily fair because they can't let her redo the competition. Yeah. She's already had time to, like, she would have. I'm sure they had gave an her time to re- gather herself. Yeah. Yes. Like, and you know, dang well, if it were Jack or Jackson or someone else or Nick, that they would have been like, nope. Oh well, let them play. So I think they kind of have to treat it exactly. as if they would anybody else. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense to let her redo it because then she's already had time to think about her answers and time to practice. So you can't exactly say, well, she should have been able to redo it because she was her she her body couldn't Not handle it. And just that, but they were all affected by the CO two. I'm assuming. Right. So if they had to let Nicole do it, they'd have to let re- let Holly redo it, and it's just a big ordeal. Yeah. So obviously we know Holly finishes with a time of 10.38 and Nicole is exactly four minutes behind her at 14.38. And so Holly wins. It was super disheartening for a lot of people, including me, because I was pulling for my girl, Nicole, to make it to final two and pull out a win. And I think at this point, Nicole kind of knew that her fate was sealed. Yeah. She like crouched down on the side and she was like crying and I felt so bad for her. Yeah, I I really liked Nicole towards the second half of the game because during the first half, like you saw like a lot of her, but like not as much as you did when it got down to like when it really mattered, like the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Nicole because she was one of the, not that she's an evil, but like um, she was one who was on the other side of the house from Jackson and them who wasn't blaming him for everything and wasn't taking anything out of proportion when anyone got in an argument, whether it be Nick or Jackson or, or Christy, whenever anything would happen, Nicole would kind of be like the middle, like ground person, kind of like a Tommy, just not say as much about it, which I think was very smart. So I think in that sense, like I could relate because I feel like I would do the same thing, but I think coming from Nicole, it was very smart of her to do all those things and to see all of that hard work and especially in the last couple of weeks, kind of just know for the week that, listen, like I'm not going to make it to finale night, but I, I still have to sit here and try mm-hmm. knowing that it won't happen. I think Definitely. that's what was really disheartening about it. 
Yeah, it was really sad. But of course, you got it. There's still Big Brother to play. So I think at this point, she knew that her best bet at actually going to the final two was with Holly. She knew that Jackson likely was not going to take her. So she kind of hedged her bet and decided that Holly was the main person she needed to campaign to. I know she did campaign to both, but I think she was focused more on Holly. And basically, her argument was this. Um... If you cut Mickey at the end, people will be so impressed by, like, a boss move, which America would be floored by. Um, Mm -hmm. And she basically said, you can argue to the jury that, like, he was your, like, you used him as a tool to get to the end. And people will consider you as an individual versus as Holly and Mickey showmance. And you have a better bet at winning as an individual than you do as half of a showmance. Yeah, I I was when I, she was saying that to Holly, all I could think of was when Cliff was saying all this stuff to Mickey, kind of making it come off as a threat where he was like, oh, you know, if you send me out, I'm going to go turn the jury's minds around and talk about you and blah, 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 kind of like threatening Mickey. And he's like, okay, do it, like, whatever, versus you see how people like Nicole do it, and she's very kind about it. She's very not in a threatening way, not trying to she's defeat more like, them or Yeah, she's more, them. like, matter-of-fact about it. Yeah, she's very easy and light about it, not, hey, you need to do this. Like, she's mm-hmm. more like, do what's best for your I think this will happen. Well, yeah, she kept saying it. She's like, I'm not expecting anything. I still want you to do what you think is best for your game, but consider me. Which I felt was a very good way to go about it because I think had she gone the, like, more stern route of, like, you have to take me or you're going to lose. Yeah. She would have had less of a shot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So then we get the final HOH called The Jury Is Out. They have to watch videos of the their former house guests and identify which of the three statements that they make is false. It's an A, B, or C style competition. And they were so close, yep. but Holly messed up the question about whether or not uh, Sis was zinged by Zingbot. And she answered it incorrectly, so that put Mickey ahead by one. And he... Ended up actually answering every single question right. So he won the HOH. Of course, we know he chose to evict Nicole. I really liked their speeches prior to the eviction because you could tell that as much as Nicole knew she was going out, she was still Mm -hmm. holding out some hope. Like she hadn't completely given up, which as sad as that is, like it's good to see. She has like the big brother spirit. So I appreciated that. Holly also said, I love you regardless of what you do. So if I were Jackson, I would have been like, great. I'm taking Nicole to final two then. Either way, I love you regardless. <laughs> no, I, th- I think he would have known that Holly was his best bet to win. Yeah. Because I think he knew if he went up against Nicole, people would all vote for her, you know? No, definitely. I just thought it was funny that Holly said that because oh, yeah. we all know that if he took Nicole over her, she would be pissed. Oh, yeah. And she's sitting up there saying, I love you regardless. Like, Holly, please, we know the truth. Right. Um, and vice versa. If she won and didn't take him, oh, oh he'd be God. Pissed. He would be pissed. 
So then we see Nicole exit the house, her joyful self. She has Cliff's hat on. She looked actually so cute at the finale. And she was such a sweetheart in her oh. eviction speech. When she saw her parents in the that audience. so precious. I kid you not, I had tears in my eyes. It was so cute. Like, she's such a genuine and, like, such a kind person. And you could totally see that um, in her interview. And she, you could also tell that she didn't hold any resentment to anybody which I think is really difficult to do like as much as people say it all the time they're like well this is a game no hard feelings they say it over and over they still have it in their back of their mind yeah right but you could tell by Nicole's face and just like the way she was talking that she actually was being it was in the past she's like yeah when she was she's actually being truthful when she was saying like a I'm fine with this. Like, I hold no resentment. It was a great experience. Do I wish I did better? Yeah. Do I know I made a mistake bringing a showman's to Final 3? Yeah, but what are you going to (laughs) do? Exactly. She also talked about how the Big Brother house taught her to learn to love herself and that she went from a caterpillar to a butterfly. What are you taking away from this whole experience? Oh my gosh, I'm nervous, so I apologize. Um, I have learned so much about myself. This hasn't been a game for me. This has been an ex- You just saw your family. Your mom is here. Your sister is here. This has been such a transformative experience. I have learned so much about myself and who I am, and I've, I've learned that I've preached so much more than I've practiced about being unique and being authentic and loving yourself and accepting yourself. And I said that coming into this house, that I'm a butterfly, but I wasn't. I was such a caterpillar. And I, I spread my wings, and I, I, I love myself, and I've learned to love myself. You're definitely a butterfly now. Oh, so like, Julie said that to her at the end. I, I nearly know. cried. I was literally like, oh, my God. It's like I'm watching my kid on TV. Like, I felt like I was, like, the proud mom. Um, So, yeah, as much as it sucked to see Nicole get evicted, she's just so perfect that, like, it was just – her interview was great. Like, I don't know. She's awesome. She is awesome. So then we get the three questions for each house guest. Um, Jackson is asked – about jury management by Cliff, and he says that he only lied when he needed to, which I think is fair. I felt uh, like, this might just be my opinion, I felt like that was just a waste of a question. It it was kind of a waste of a question. Like, oh, I Cliff, th- waste of an HOH, waste of a question, <laughs> like, this guy. I know, of course Cliff got the shitty question. Well, I think the main reason for that question was a lot of the people felt like he made decisions, and then made excuses for them. So it gave him a chance to be like, yeah, I made those choices to further my game versus I made those choices and hear all the reasons why. So I think he made the right decision saying that he lied when he had to for his game. But yeah, it was kind of a stupid question. Um, Christy asked Holly about her plan. Essentially, like, was it her plan this whole time to fly under the radar? And Holly just freaking rambled for a whole year about her flying under the radar, downplaying her strengths, winning when she needed to. She basically gave her entire pitch in the first question. She was really not that great at sort of explaining herself. I think she figured it out towards the end. Like felt very repetitive. Yeah, she figured out what it was she was trying to say towards the end. But the first question was rough. 
Yeah. Um, Tommy's question was hard, a hard hitter. He mm-hmm. asked Jackson why he was degrading and condescending towards women, which I felt was a very strong question to ask, but I loved it. Um, Jackson was really taken aback by this question. He said that he's passionate and intense and basically said he didn't do that, which I felt like is a weird answer. Yeah. This question's for Mickey. Yes, sir. Mickey. Some of the women on the jury feel that you were degrading and condescending to them at times. We agree that you played a great game, but we're not sure that we should reward that type of behavior. We want to give you this opportunity to prove otherwise. I'm a very intense person, and anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing, and I give 110% effort in everything that I do. I'm very passionate, and my actions and decisions have shown that in this game. I have never at any point disrespected a woman's character or her physical appearance or in any way demoralized her as a person. I do get amplified. I do care about everything that I do and I'm very intense and I've never made anything personal with anyone male or female. I respect women more than anything. I love my mom to death and she raised me right. And there never, no point have I ever wanted to come across as degrading. I know myself and I know that I get worked up and I'm working on it. But at no point in any argument ever did I ever let things be made personal or make jokes or make slanderous remarks towards any woman ever. Thank you, Mickey. Then they cut to, no, then Sis asked to, um, to, asked Holly to prove that she played her own game. And I actually felt like this, her answer to this question was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. She said that she, they had different targets, which was true. They did. Very um, true. She says that she managed him. A lot of people, she one, I think one of the quotes she said was something like, a lot of people said I wrote on his coattails, but I like to say that I dug my heels into yeah. that, like managed him and held him back. But when they cut to commercial break, Jackson looked pissed off. Holly tried to grab his hand and he pulled away from her. He looked really upset. Um, I couldn't tell if it was because of the degrading women question or if it was because she said that she managed him and basically that he was a hothead. Either way, I don't think it's because of what she said. I really think it's because he noticed the mood and the vibe of what was going on. Mm -hmm. And he thought, is this really going to be what holds me back? I think that's what was happening in his head. And he's one of those people who like thinks about everything as it's happening. Like, you know what I mean? He's very quick Mm -hmm. to adapt to it. So I think as soon as he realized this is taking a bad turn, I need to like do something. And he just, he was just mad about it. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I think he was just trying to contain not lashing out at people on live television again. And, I mean, poor kid didn't even know that was the least of his worries. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man. It's like going up a roller coaster. Yeah. So we get the sort of final words segment. Mickey talked way too fast. I had a hard time following him. It felt very rambly. But he was more succinct than Holly was. Honestly. Her first question with Holly, I could not understand a word she said. I was like. Ugh. Uh-huh. She talked really fast. Um, he like sped through his whole thing. The one thing that I remembered from the what he said was, I've been a have not. Which yeah. Which we all know is controversial. I was like, um, okay, sure, you've been a have-not, mister. I eat in a shower. And then after one week of have-nots, they er- eliminate them for the rest of the season. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I've been a have-not. Follow the rules? Who cares? Like, wh- okay. 
I don't even know why he felt. I feel like someone would not sit there and go, you know what? I'm having a hard time picking. They did exactly the same thing. Jackson was a have not. So like, we'll vote. That's why I was like, why did he even say that? Like it had nothing to do with anything. And uh, it just made fans laugh and like annoyed with him again, because honey, you were not a have not. You cheated. Like, he did. <laughs> like I said, I keep getting ahead of myself. We'll talk about this later. But Rob has a podcast. Asked Jackson if he cheated in their post-show interview. And he says he didn't when there's literally footage of him eating the shower. The, the, the have-nots basically ended after that week. There was some speculation that maybe some of that had to do with you. Do you have... So I heard there's rumors that I got like special treatment or yeah. I cheated on it. I wanted to do it. I want the Big Brother experience. I wanted to add it to my resume. Um, I did you take food into the shower? I never did. I never took food into the shower. And I also know for a fact that they're, why would they cut something short because of me when I wasn't even going to be on it the next week? Mm-hmm. So we did have camp come back. We had two weeks of um, have-nots. We had America's field trip. We had America's prankster. We had quite a few twists this season. I don't think that something with slop and sleeping conditions that has been used a lot in the past is something that's necessary and crucial to keep a show going. So I don't know if he's had a lapse in memory. But he says he didn't cheat. (laughs) Then I felt like Holly was pretty good in her, like, final words segment, except for, again, that she, like, kept going over. But she reiterated that underestimation was her strategy the whole time. She really tried to hype up her social game and says she only won competitions when she needed to. And she also got out bigger threats than Jackson did. I I feel like that's what any, not that it's not true, but I feel like anybody who didn't win a lot of comps but got one person out that they felt was a threat, they're going to use the excuse of, I only won when I needed to. Mm-hmm. No, you just, not that you got lucky for not, not going home, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of did. Mm-hmm. Like, just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is impressive she hasn't seen the block, but at the same time, you know. I was surprised she didn't play that up more. Like, I don't yeah. remember if she... That's her only, it. like, valid argument for anything besides that in a social game. Right. So at this point, prior to both... Blah, 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 prior to casting the votes, I was going to say voting the cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> prior to voting the cats, the... <laughs> my general sentiment was I felt like Mickey was going to win it all. Yeah. Uh, but I was still holding out some hope that he wasn't. I mean, out of the two of them, I definitely think he was the more deserving winner. Yes, but I do too. honestly, as much as I hate bitter juries, I'm a bitter juror because I didn't want him to win. So that's what I have to say about that. I was shocked that especially Christy voted for him. And Sis, too. Those Sis? are the ones okay. that shocked me the most. Really quick, going back to Dr. Will or whatever that was mm-hmm. interview thing. When they were all talking about, oh, what about this person's game? What about this person's game? Who do you want to vote for? Sis literally only had negative things to say about every single person. Every time someone said, oh, Mickey played a loyal game, Sis went, how? Every time someone said, Nicole played a social game, Sis went, no, she didn't. Every mm-hmm. time someone talked about Holly, she went, she didn't play her own game. Like, then who are you voting for? I know. I want to be like, sis, who are you going to vote like for? Anybody. Who are you going to vote for? Julie Chen? It doesn't work Yeah, like, Mickey Mouse. Like, uh, it was just, oh. Like, all of a sudden, sis has a voice. And well, I'm like, say, okay. Like, this girl says nothing all season. Does yeah. nothing except for 
uh, pardon my French, except for suck a guy's dick all season. Oh. And then all of a sudden she's in jury and she has all these opinions about great gameplay. I'm like, all the power. You're I'm like, like no. excuse me, excuse me, who is she? Who like, why you? is she on this couch? Like, what is happening? It's like those um, guys who get voted out the first week of The Bachelorette. You're like, who are you? Like, go home. Yeah, like I have trouble remembering people who are such early evictees, but right? I remember David more than I think about sis. So Same. Sis yeah. lit- it's because Sis literally did nothing in the uh-huh. game except just float around. Like she did yeah. like this. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh yeah, Sis is there. That's it. Speaking of that. pre-jurors, the pre-jurors return to the stage Ooh. and that's when the controversy begins. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I don't know about you, but this was honestly my favorite part of the whole season. I was just so glad that they at least brought attention to anything and no matter what I'm glad that people turned it around to say at least we can advocate for anti-bullying and anti-whatever you know yeah so the first thing that they talked about was grateful shutting Nicole out of the room and Ovi kind of takes the stage to speak on it and I felt like he was really good at articulating exactly how people felt and sort of where to go from here type of thing you could tell when he was talking like nicole was actually you could see it on her face like she looked like she was gonna cry at some parts Um, disappointed that's why yeah she she could you could definitely tell that even just thinking back to how she felt back then she Mm -hmm. still was upset about it um but nicole is such a fucking sweetheart that Mm -hmm. julie asks her like what she thinks about it and she says I'll insert her statement because it's much better than what I could paraphrase <laughs> but the gist of it was that my mama raised me right and I will choose to forgive and move on and I was like Nicole this is why you are my favorite exactly I'm a very firm believer in forgiveness and moving forward and that's what I've done in this game and that's what I'll do in my life I mean I haven't seen the footage but I plan to forgive and move forward because that's what my mama taught me. Uh, then we get Kemi, who mm-hmm. names Jack, Jackson, and Christy and Nick by name. She calls them out on the fact that they are obsessed with her, which are her words. Um, and they're all given chances to apologize to her. And she sort of explains that they made some derogatory comments about her and stuff like that. I felt a little bit weird about this just because... I don't think it's fair to attack someone on on a platform like this and then give them like 30 seconds or less to respond to it. Yes. Um, but I do like that they gave Kemi the ability to speak her truth because she's not been able to for so long. I just mm-hmm. this is why I think that Big Brother needs to have a reunion episode because I would have liked to see more of a conversation around it. I would have liked to see them show some clips to those people so they could mm-hmm. see what exactly she was referencing and then exactly make, like what they did with Jack right and then make calculated yeah. responses because people were saying oh Jack's was the most sincere well of course his was the most sincere because he was prepped way early on he saw exactly what it was that he, he had been did. in jury for like a month yeah and he had been I'm in jury sure for so long preparing exactly yeah preparing exactly what he was gonna say so it doesn't make sense to then put Christy and 
Jackson and Nick on the spot. And Nick didn't even, by the time they got they to Nick, even he didn't go to him. Yeah, they didn't give him any chance to speak. Um, not that I'm saying that they weren't like they weren't in the wrong. They definitely yeah. were. I just think it was a weird way to approach the situation. I don't think it should have been approached on the finale episode the way it was. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the way Kemi went about it was the best possible way anyone in that situation could have. Mm-hmm. She's very classy and very kind and very res- like respectable in the way that she went about things. And how Kemi, I when she first came in the season, I was worried she was going to be like a Devon because of just. I think it was who was saying that they liked Devon. I don't remember what cast member said it. I thought it was Kemi for some reason, but I think it was. I want to say it was like, I don't remember who it was, but I was worried she was going to be like a Devon or like, um, like a Nicole where they're very like outspoken about their like, or like a Bailey or Rockstar where they're very outspoken about their opinions. But Kemi is very not, she's, what's that word? Like when you're not impulsive, she's very non-impulsive where she sits there and thinks about how to say it. She's more understated. Exactly. And she's, oh, I agree with that. I'm going to say this in a way that will be understood correctly and it won't be like I'm lashing out. I just would like to know. Very kind to people who weren't kind to her. And I think that was a big, a good part of it. But I don't think this conversation should have been held in the time that it was on this episode. I think, like you said, either a reunion or during even the interviews afterwards or even sometime where there's a much longer duration of a platform i just yeah. i don't think the people who don't know what's going on that it w- it would be suitable for the the finale honestly like i'm not even mad that it happened during the finale it's just that i wish they allotted more time for it even if they gave yes. like two or three more minutes to that that whole segment i think it would have made the situation better and also not for nothing i want to mention that kemi is extremely brave for getting up on stage knowing that millions of people at home are watching the only woman of color on that stage mm-hmm. and literally facing these people who all season when she was in the house, when she was out of the house, have been saying awful things about her and exactly. she faced them in a very classy way and stated exactly what it was that she didn't appreciate. So you got to applaud the girl for that. Exactly. And you a have very to strong think. person. And that shows the way, the kind of person she is by, even though these people were very disrespectful to her, she showed them respect. She showed them kindness and thoughtfulness. And she cared to hear, cared enough to hear them out and let them have a say as well. And I think that Agreed. speaks a lot about her character. Agreed. Um, the final sort of part of this pre-jury segment was uh, David calling out Jackson for choosing the minorities and the old guy for um, camp comeback. Jackson claims it was never his motive. Oh, wait, no, this isn't the final thing because we it also is. have to talk about the showman. Oh, gosh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. <laughs> Anyways, so then David says he thought about it more later and came to the conclusion that it was just game. But then when he saw some of the behaviors when he got outside of the house that Jackson was doing, he second-guessed it again and thought maybe it was a minority thing. And I think that... Now, here's what I think. I'm not in Jackson's head, so I don't know. But my thought is this. 
Jackson was raised in such a way that maybe he has, and I think we've seen he has some bias that maybe he doesn't even realize that he has. And so I think when he was choosing people to banish or whatever it was, um, he didn't go, okay, black girl, black guy, old guy. Like he didn't yeah. sit there and point out, but maybe there was some bias that he didn't even realize that he had that sort of gave him reasons to choose these people that did have something to do with race and gender and age, even though he claims that he didn't. Obviously, if you're on live TV, you're going to say, no, that's not the case. And he may even believe that that's not the case. But when you look back at all the evidence, it does seem that there is some racial bias there, whether he realizes it or not. Yeah, I think it was very kind of coincidental that that happened that way. His claim was that they were the only ones who spoke up about being, what was it, camp counselor? Mm-hmm. Camp so, director. Camp director, whatever this crap is. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones who spoke up, plus Cliff, because he felt, I, I mean, just going into the house, if I looked at Cliff, I wouldn't think that this guy's going right. to win. You know what I mean? Nothing against Cliff. It's just typically like an older guy who isn't kind of with the crowd or whatever. Because it, it just doesn't work in their favor. Not because of their lack of anything. It's just the majority of the house would go against that. Mm-hmm. So I think Jackson kind of went, okay, this guy, if he comes back, he probably can't get back at me. So I'll add him into the mix as well right. with the people who tried to do this as well because if you get there and people are volunteering I'm gonna think they're the type of people who are gonna go hard like I'm just thinking that like where Jackson won the first thing like he was a go-getter you know and those people you do got to be afraid of so I think he kind of just went I don't know but here's I have a reason to throw them in so here you go right I think I'm not saying like I'm trying to what's that word like help Jackson's case or anything Mm -hmm. I think that's the way he thought of it and he didn't realize it, but there might have been some other underlying reason for that. But yeah. that doesn't excuse his behavior where they would talk about Kemi and David in those terrible ways that you see on the feeds. Yeah, agreed. Um, so now we can get to the final part of the this jury part, segment. I was waiting for this part. Ooh. So Julie gives Bella the floor to address Nick. And Bella was very short and succinct, mostly because I think she knew that if she talked for too long, she'd either cry or go off on him. And that probably no. wouldn't be a good look on live TV. So she very she held it together very well. And she basically said that um, what he did hurt her very much. And nobody deserves that. Nick? Yes. Final moments. When you made a commitment to me, you know, I said, just please don't make me look stupid. And you made me look stupid. So, I was really, really hurt by that. And you know what? No one deserves to feel that way. And Nick responded back. You could tell he was very nervous. Uh, he knew it was, he was coming. He knew. Yeah, he think he expected it. Um, he, you could tell he was very, very nervous. He kind of stumbled on his words a little bit. He, basically he always ex- does, though. Yeah, he basically explained that um, he wanted to tell Bella, but he couldn't, obviously, and he didn't 
ever wanted to work out this way and blah, blah, blah. Nick, you told Bella, I'm going to learn Mandarin for you. I love you. And then in the jury, we see a jury manse with Kat. What do you have to say to Bella? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I take responsibility for my actions. Um, being in the house with Isabella was amazing, and I don't take anything back that I had said. Um, I just suppose that when I got out of the house and I uh, got into the jury house, my mind just went in the direction where I felt that I had feelings for Kat, and I guess I just pursued them. It wasn't anything against Isabella. I wish that nothing got shown. I wanted to talk to her first yeah, and not let her see it. But I still think that Nick is trash, and <laughs> I feel bad for Bella, and... That's wow. the end of that. We are the total know. opposites on that, man. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait, really? Go off. Oh, no. Like, nothing to go off. I mean, I'm not saying Nick's the greatest person, but for Bella to, you saw Bella's tweet. She tweeted about no one should ever feel this way. I'm very disappointed in Nick. I can no longer support him mm -hmm. throughout this game, blah, 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 blah. After she got evicted, she tweeted that. Yes. Um, but then, uh, I guess it was leaked that. She had a boyfriend going into the house. Okay, so that's what people say. But yeah. people have said the same thing about Kat. People have said the same thing about somebody else. I can't remember who. But do we know that to be true? Or is that still just a rumor? I think it's confirmed. I'm yeah. not going to say it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Because when I was looking, it looked really promising. Like, that. Yeah. Is, that's true. And if it is true, then I I mean, karma's think... a bitch, honey. Yeah. If Not even just case. that. Like, I don't think that should have happened because of that. Mm -hmm. I think if you're going to sit here and not even give Nick, like, he did apologize, but then she had the last say. I think you should at least give him a little more time if that were the case because that's making him seem to like, be like a womanizer and that he doesn't care about her, which he clearly cared about Bella on the season, like, during the season. But, like, if that's true, then she just kind of tried to humiliate him for no, like, just trying to humiliate him, even though she did the same thing right back, you know? Yeah, I think the difference for me. me, like, okay, so regard, say she did, like, have a boyfriend and went on the show and cheated on the boyfriend with Nick. I feel like it's different still. Because, because it's broadcasted on live television. Yeah, and I mean, I mean technic technically, if she did have a boyfriend who she cheated on, that was broadcasted on live TV too. Exactly. Everyone would have found out anyways. But people are not going to go up to him and say, oh, you're that guy whose girlfriend cheated on you on live TV. But Bella is going to have people who come up to her and say, oh, you're that girl whose boyfriend cheated on her on live TV. So I just feel like in that respect, obviously, like if she did I cheat on her boyfriend, it's suck. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make it okay for Nick to then do it to her. Yeah. Is that a little bit of karma? Yeah, it is. Um, but I still, I mean, I still think that makes Nick trash, though. Because regardless, <laughs> like, so if, if she didn't cheat on her boyfriend, he's trash. If she did cheat on her boyfriend, he's still trash. How does he know whether or not she had a boyfriend or not? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, no, I totally get it. Her, situation, don't make right. her doesn't situation doesn't affect whether or not Nick is a large pile of flaming garbage. I want to say out of the entire jury, the only people who aren't trash at all on ounce, Nicole, Tommy a little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff is I. Um, Cl no, I think Cliff is just 
That's trash because like he's recycling. Dumb. Yeah, he's like the, the compost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's the recycling, <laughs> considering she went through multiple guys in the house. This is being taken too far. She wasn't ever disrespectful to anybody, you know? No, like, but she, I'm saying she she was recycled. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> this is terrible, It's man. awful. They should hire us to do the backyard interview. This would I be hysterical. Oh, really, you guys like, are all trash. Cliff, you're fine. You could be the compost. Cat, the you're the recycling. The only is, is Nicole. <laughs> yes. Oh, That'd so. <laughs> Obviously, Jackson looks pissed the fuck off. Um, he has his chance to sort of like explain himself, but he was so angry that he kind of just like spoke in anger and was like, I didn't do that. I'm not a racist. And then we get to the votes. So it was a very quick transition. We know that Jackson did end up winning. I will go through each person and who they voted for. Jack, Sis, Nick, Christy, Tommy, and Cliff all voted for Mickey Holly got three votes from Kat, Jess, and Nicole. I can't say I was too surprised by anyone's votes except for, like you said, Christy and then also Sis. Christy surprises me a little bit less just because she is a fan of the game. So I could see how she would go more towards gameplay than towards like emotional. As emotional of a person as she is, I feel like when it comes down to this game... She's more interested in voting for whoever it is. I told myself game. if Christy starts crying in this finale, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> she I'm held it together. Airtime. Yeah, I thought when Kemi was confronting all of them, she was going to start bawling. Like, here we go. Everything's about Miss Christy. But no, I, I was, you go, Christy, you know. Just keep going until I, we don't see you anymore. Exactly. Um, no, I don't think I was that surprised with Sis's vote, Annalise's vote because towards the of her being in the house she kind of drifted from hall and it didn't really end on like great terms like yeah, I guess. you know how you know they're like trying to pin them against each other and stuff and then sis was kind of talk crap about holly saying she wasn't playing her own game and oh, then true, true, true. you can see during the interview even when someone mentioned holly sis was very strong and quick to say mm-hmm. no she's not playing her own game like she kind of like dismissed holly as if she didn't deserve to be there so I think I wasn't kind of surprised in that sense that she wasn't going to vote for her. Mm-hmm. Like, it is hard to believe she would vote for Mickey, but I don't think it'd be hard for me to believe that she wouldn't vote for Holly. Yeah, I, I guess I agree with that. Um, so we see Jackson come out to the confetti he's always wanted, and he legitimately just won half a million dollars, and he looked like somebody stabbed his puppy in front of his eyes. He, that was the most somber face I have so ever painful. seen on a winner. Honestly, I was loving it from my couch at home because I am a bitch and I wanted him to feel like shit. Honestly, like, I hate to say that because that makes me sound like an asshole. But just the way he treated people all season... And we all know he's not worried about it anymore. That man is $500,000 richer. If Julie and the pre-jury ruined his celebratory moment, I am fine with that. Yeah. I don't know. I felt felt bad that it was kind of taken away from him in a way. Like, he was so upset upset or 
angered or whatever he was towards everything that happened. I think that was a lot for him to take in in Mm -hmm. the hour that was there. Um, So I kind of do understand it. I'm assuming he's very happy that he won. It's just it goes to show that you're feel like money can't buy you happiness in a way. Like he was kind of like, wow, I really did all this. I'm really upset about it. All these people think this and he changed something. And I think that was like, I don't think there was anything wrong with how he acted. I just, it's hard. You know, you're on live television. You're hearing a bunch of people call you a racist, call you disrespectful, call you a womanizer, call you a, a douchebag. It's, it's, I think it's hard for him to hear all of that at once. And I think oh, it's starting to click. Cause I mean, he, I guess he has had some sort of anger management issues and and issues with stuff like that in the past before the show. So I think he's still trying to have it under control. I don't know, man. All I know is I was real happy when that confetti was falling and he looked all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me was like, yeah. Um. So then we got to the best moment of the entire season. Ooh. America's favorite player. And we know that in the top three was Cliff, Tommy, and Nicole, which I was a little bit surprised about because I know Kemi was also one of the yes. people who was leading the polls as well. A lot of people were sort of rooting for I her. I think a lot of people went from Kemi to Nicole in the last month. Oh, definitely. And I think a lot of people were upset because at first it was, we have to get America, we have to get Kemi America's favorite. And then people started to realize probably that that that, that wasn't going to happen. So they were like, you know what? We at least have to get her in the top three to stick it to all those other house guests to mm-hmm. show them how much we were on her side. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. And honestly, I was a little bit surprised, but I could see why. I think a lot of the more casual viewers probably voted for Cliff. Ugh, and I don't get why. I know. I just, I do, like one of my close friends who is a big brother fanatic loved cliff and i'm like why like why mm-hmm. like i don't oh like nothing's wrong with like he's fine he's a decent human but like no it's a waste of a vote I, in my it, opinion I, yeah of course julie announces that the winner got over a million votes which is insane insane and I've gone back and watched this video over and over and over again of Nicole winning America's Favorite. And the look on her face, she, she's so humble that she never thought Julie was ever going to utter her name. And the best part about the video was not even her face, which I'm not going to lie, I cried. I had tears streaming down my face. And when I watched it on finale night, I was only <laughs> focused on her. But I urge you all to go back and watch the video. But don't look at Nicole's face as hard as it is. Focus on Cliff. Because that man (laughs) was up there with his little cheeky smile. He was like, oh, yeah, I got this unlock. I'm about to get America's favorite. And they announced Nicole's name. His smile dropped for a quick sec. And then he was like, shit, I'm still on TV. And went right back to that smile. And I was like, well, this did you see what he said to her? He had it unlocked. Did you see what he said to her? He was like, oh, I knew it was you. I told you. Oh, yeah. Told yes, you it yes. was you. Yep. He is such a fucking liar. If you go back and watch <laughs> that video, that man thought he had America's favorite on lock. And Nicole's over here shocked as hell that she won it. And it was a landslide. I just loved 
and this probably sounds really mean of me, but like watching that video and just seeing Cliff's smile like flicker for a quick <laughs> sec, I was like, he thought he had it. He thought he had it. Oh, it reminds me of that commercial. I don't remember what it's for. Ico or something with the guy when he's like dangling the dollar and he's like, gotta be quicker than that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's Cliff. All right, Cliff. Um, so the episode closes with probably the best hot mic moment oh, ev- ever. So the families come up, credits are rolling, and you hear Jackson say the w- words, I'm not a racist. And his mom is like, we know, we know. It's just some bad conversations. And the episode ended. Oh, I, I didn't like, hear the conversations part. I heard, we know, we know. Well, I think she said that before. I think, I think she said it was just some bad conversations. And he goes, I'm not a racist. And they go, we know, we know. And then the episode ends. Oh. I was like, if that doesn't sum up this entire season, I don't know what does. I don't know, man. Ugh. It was such a mess. Like, on Twitter, I never see stuff about Brig Brother, like, trending. or Like, I only have a very few fr- – I have very few friends or people that I, like, associate with that watch Big Brother. Except and for, for me. It to Your still- whole feed is probably yeah. me in the summertime. Yeah. I have you and maybe, like, two friends. Mm-hmm. And only one of them I have on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, like, two of you on Twitter that watch Big Brother, I never see Big Brother stuff unless it's from you two. So, like, yeah. I don't see it a lot. So for my whole feed and my whole like trending the for you thing to be all big brother controversy is just astounding to me. Yeah. I'm just also, shocked. Amid all of that controversy, we got Nicole Appreciation, what was it? Nicole Appreciation Day trending. People also got Nicole is my winner trending. Mm-hmm. So there that. was a lot of stuff trending for Nicole that night as well. I hope she saw it. I took a screenshot of one of them. It was just crazy. Big Brother was blowing up. Even this morning, the day after the finale, when I looked on Twitter and it's like shows you the news, it was like Big Brother finale amid racial controversy mm-hmm. again or something like that. I was like, damn, Big Brother is all over the news because of all this controversy. Yeah, that's, that's insane, man. So it was a crazy-ass season, you guys. Crazy. I'm so ready for a new one. I know. I I mean, I'm I'm glad to get a break, to be quite honest. But after after about a week, I'll be like, okay, like, Big Brother can start again. I've never watched BB Canada, but BB Can 8 starts in March, I think. So I'm considering trying to watch it. I don't know. BB Canada. Was it Canada? I heard Canada was very good. Yeah, people say Canada sometimes is better than U.S., but I guess we'll see. I mean, I've never watched it. I, uh, watch I heard Big Brother UK just because the drama. Like you, ne- like, I don't know if you've ever watched Challenge, but half mm-hmm. the people from the UK are hysterical, huh. hysterical, and some of them are from Big Brother. And one of my favorite people, his name is Bear. He is so entertaining; it's not even funny. And I think one of the, I think Big Brother UK would be great. Also, I heard that the feeds for Big Brother Canada are free, which what? of course they are because it's fucking Canada and everything's free there. <laughs> they have free healthcare. They've got free feeds. Um, but I also did hear that Big Brother Canada 7 was awful. But people have said the seasons prior to that were like amazing. So they, I don't know. Did they just do 7? Yeah, 7 was the last one. I think 8 is coming up in March. Oh. 
So I don't know. I'm interested to. I have to figure out how I can watch it. So if if any of you guys know how I can watch it, tweet me at it's me Bree Lee and let me know how yeah, I can I'll watch, watch too. the Canada you have a whole show. Other podcast. Yes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was like, if I can get access to it, I'll make I'll make episodes for that because I did episodes for Celebrity. You're like, um, oh brother, a. I know, right? <laughs> It'll be a brother. So before we sign off, I wanted to talk quickly about some of the post-show interviews. I know you said you didn't watch them yet, so I'll just give you like a rundown of some of the major recap, recap, a little recap, some of the major things, and you can give me your thoughts on it. Um, so the only interviews that I've watched so far, just because literally we're recording this the following day after the finale, so it's been a lot of Big Brother content. I watched all of the CBS ones and all of, or the majority of the Rob has a podcast interviews. One thing that I did want to mention is a lot of people were really confused, me being one of them, that after the finale, there was no live stream from the backyard, which they usually do on Facebook. Now, I've heard a lot of reasons as to why that might be. The most compelling one being that because of there being so much controversy, They just wanted to have more control over the videos that they put out rather than having a live feed and like risking somebody saying something they shouldn't or people saying things in the heat of the moment. And I think that's likely the reason. I think they've realized throughout the season, like we're losing control of the game. We need to get a hold of it. Reel it in. So the post-show interviews weren't posted until after the West Coast um, saw the finale. So they were posted a little bit later than usual because it typically is that live stream. From the CBS interviews, in Kat's interview, she says that she's starting the campaign now for the All-Star season. And she said, <laughs> it very, she said it very matter-of-factly. So for a second, I was like, wait a minute, are they planning an All-Star season? I'm like, did she yeah. accidentally say that? But it was in the CBS interview, which was pre-recorded. So I would assume if they didn't want that to be out there, they would have... Probably want speculation because they're afraid of losing people now. Yeah, they wouldn't cut it. But apparently Kat is very, very willing to go back on Big Brother and would love to be considered for an all-star season. If you haven't watched any of the interviews, I suggest you watch Nicole's. She's Mm -hmm. just the cutest thing ever. And she, one of the main things that I appreciated from that interview was when she was talking about what she will tell her kids, um, like her preschool kids, about big brother and it was just a very heartfelt response if you haven't listened to it i suggest you do i'll include a clip number three what will you tell your students about your experience on big brother oh my gosh so specifics i would talk to them about like the clouds but you know more in a lighter tone like oh there were clowns like not happy not bad um and pies you know that kind of stuff like all the fun stuff but i would also tell them that it's important in life to do what makes you happy and try new things and new experiences and new adventures and don't be afraid to try new things. Don't hurt yourself and don't hurt others, but don't be afraid to be different. Don't hold yourself back if you want to do something. Are these the Part clips that it. are like under five minutes? Yes. Those are yep. the ones that are out? Those are the ones that are on their Twitter and their Facebook page. Uh, in Christie's interview, she said that having Tommy was a positive for her. And I was like, um, duh, obviously it was a positive for you. Tommy literally saved you multiple on multiple occasions. You dragged him down the entire game. And also, any of the seasons where we've seen people go in as 
any of the seasons where we've seen people go in knowing somebody else on the show, they've made it to final two. And that rang true this season as well because Holly made it to final two and she knew Kat prior to the game. So I felt like it was an unfair advantage. So I thought it was interesting that they mentioned it in her post-show interview. Does anyone know after? I don't recall her, Kat or Holly coming clean about knowing each other during the show. Like afterwards. Oh, I don't know if they did. That's a good question. I'm sure they've they talked did. about it now, but like well, they yeah. didn't mention it on the actual show, no. Huh. One of the questions Nick is asked or that nobody's interviewing them. They're just like reading questions off a card. Yeah. So one of the questions that Nick got was, um, what has he learned? And he says he learned that he makes mistakes. And I was like, honey, that is the understatement of the season. Okay. <laughs> He was like talking about how he makes mistakes and how he's only human and everybody has lapses in judgment. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. But also I feel like that's an understatement just to say that what you learned this season is that you make mistakes because that's clear to all of us at home. <laughs> what I learned in boating school is. <laughs> exactly. It's so simple. Only 10 words. What I learned in boating school is. I'm curious to watch all the interviews. I'm going to watch them all, but. Yeah, just... I watched. All Maybe of not clips. <laughs> yeah cliff is boring um i thought i was gonna win <laughs> i was stupid Maybe i wanted next time. i wanted afp but it didn't happen <laughs> going home to see my lovely wife sharon skd143 or whatever the hell he says i can't i can't just i'm so happy if there's anything that I got out of the season was I am so relieved that I don't have to see Cliff's little dance uh-huh. every time. <laughs> his victory dance. Oh the my one God. really snaps and grabs his shirt like, what is that? It freaks me out. I don't know if it will still be available when this <laughs> podcast goes up, but on Big Brother's Instagram story, they did a boomerang of him doing that, and I am scarred. <laughs> Uh, I can't. It so, freaks me out. Yeah. Um, if you want to see Cliff do that multiple times, forward and reverse in fast motion, you could see it on their Instagram story. In Holly's post-show interview, they asked what her best move was, and I was kind of surprised. She said that her best move was distancing herself from six shooters, which I didn't necessarily think was a move. Like, she didn't really have a choice. Uh. They pushed her out. Like... I don't know. I felt like that was a weird thing to say as your best move because I don't think that Jackson and Holly necessarily had a choice. Six shooters imploded. Yeah, they did. Self- so I don't know how that's <laughs> Also, Holly and Jackson both said this in multiple interviews, but she said that they will remain best friends regardless if they don't stay in a relationship. And Jackson kept saying how... Even if they go off after this game and Holly gets a boyfriend, the boyfriend has to deal with him because they're going to remain best friends. They have a plan. This year they're going to Bora Bora and next year and the year after and the year after that. And forever, every year, they're going to go on a different trip to a different place together. And even if they're not together, they're going to stay best friends in their little fantasy world. And I was like, in what capacity do you think this is actually going to happen? Because once things end romantically, it's really hard to have a friendship, especially if they get into separate relationships. I don't know if I would want my girlfriend or boyfriend to be hanging out 
with this person that they shared a very intimate experience with in the Big Brother house. Yeah, I, I especially with him being a hothead, like there was no way they'd be friends. No. Like, he'd, he'd not be able to do that. I just think I they're just still feel- in their like Big Brother cloud right now. Oh, and- exactly. Exactly. They're going to yeah. run out of money. They're going to be busy. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. One other thing from the CBS interviews was that Jackson says that he has eaten 126 watermelons in one summer. <laughs> That's his record. He's like, I because somebody asked him how many, if he knows how many watermelons he's eaten this summer. And he says he doesn't know how many he's eaten this summer, but he knows his record is 126 from May until August. I know of none one of summer. you can see Brianna's face when she's saying this, but this is the most entertaining part of the whole podcast. I was just like, what the fuck? You were so wrong? unamused. You're like, 126 like, Yeah, like this man, first of all, he thinks that's impressive. I'm just worried about, like, his nutrition. Also, is your body 95% watermelon? Because how how can anyone eat 126 of anything in one summer, let alone watermelon? I don't even think I can have 126 chips in one summer. I don't think I've eaten one full watermelon in one summer. (laughs) This guy has eaten 126. I'm like, damn, he's got some issues. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Also in the Big Brother um Instagram story, sis addressed the fact that people said she never showered. No, she did not. Yeah, she did. You have to go watch it right now. She Oh no. Some somebody was like, What are you most excited for outside of the house? And her response was her response was, The I'm most excited to tell people that I shower. Oh, the one she smell. She's like, I'm not gross. I swear, just because maybe the cameras weren't on me when I was showering. I swear, I showered every day. I don't think I went with the <laughs> shower. Like, blah blah. She was real upset about it. I was like, damn. The only reason she'd be upset about it is if it were true. So, I don't know. She was butthurt. Just a couple more things that I wanted to mention in the if you. Are going to listen to any interviews, I would say listen to the CBS ones and then listen to the people you care about in the Rob Has a Podcast interviews. Some of them were kind of redundant. I would say my favorite interview out of all of them was Nicole's. She's perfect. You just have to listen to it. I'm not going to give you the rundown of everything she said. But other ones I would suggest you listen to cat's interview it was really funny she was very candid she said that she believes the theory that helen was pushed on whatever season of big brother that was which probably is going to come back to bite her because i'm pretty sure she had to sign an nda saying that she wouldn't talk about production she also says that she is single nick says the same and she also says that she doesn't think that Mickey and Holly are going to last outside the house. She thinks that Holly loves Mickey and Mickey doesn't like Holly as much as Holly loves him, which I think is true. I don't know. I think he does. He just is having trouble with all of his emotions. Yeah. <laughs> or his lack thereof. They also, the CBS didn't do interviews with any of the jurors, the pre-jurors, which I thought was weird. So if you want to see interviews with the pre-jurors, I would suggest checking out the Rob Has a Podcast interviews just to run through them really quickly. David mostly talked about the racism and wishing he had a chance to actually show his strengths in the game. Um, 
Kemi says that she's not accepting any apologies that she doesn't feel are genuine. She also says she definitely would have been a bitter juror as much as she would like to say she wouldn't have been. And she felt good about what happened in the pre-jury segment. She felt like she expressed herself well and that people took it as well as they could. And then the only other thing I wanted to mention was at the beginning of Bella's interview, she's walking over, and these ones were live, I in believe. The, the Rob one or CBS? And the, and the Rob has a podcast one. Um, Bella's walking over, and you can hear her off camera say something like, what the fuck, or something like that. And then she walks over, and she's like, should I redo that? And they're like, no, it's live. Like, let's just talk. And she was like, oh, well, the reason I just said that was because Nick asked if I was going to the after party, and I said, what the fuck is that? Fucking, that fucking sounds fucking odd. Sorry, did we get a few fucks out of life? Okay. <laughs> no, do that, do, do that with, with us. Yeah, with us. Okay. With All right. <laughs> Come on in. All right. I'm so sorry. Can, no, no, don't worry about it. Okay. Yes, yes. What, All right. what the F was what? Um, Nick kind of just asked me if I was going to be at the party later. Yeah. Oh, boy. This guy, where does he get off? Everywhere. That, it was an aggressive ask. Yeah. Like, I'm more than willing to talk about it, mm-hmm. but that was kind of an aggressive ask, so I don't really appreciate that. Because apparently he asked her in a very aggressive manner, and she didn't really feel like talking to him. So she, you can hear her in the background say to him, what the fuck was that? Like, basically, why are you talking to me? Um, so that was kind of <laughs> funny. Yeah, super awkward situation. I also heard on Twitter from a couple of people who I follow who were at the finale that... Nick didn't go to the after party. So I think he's a little shook by everything that happened. Shook it. So how do you get to the finale or even a taping? Like, how do you? So I know the tapings, you, they just give the tickets away. You have to, like, uh, sign up online to get them. It's kind of like any other live tape show. Like, if you want to go see, like, Jimmy Fallon or whatever. Yeah. But for the finale, I'm not sure. I think it might be invite only, but I know yeah. that like certain creators get to go to it. They try to get like any, any Big Brother influencers to go to it. Some podcast hosts that I yeah. follow go to it. I'm not sure how, but they well, get Well, maybe your podcast will get booming. I don't know, man. Julie Chen. You can only hope. I don't know. It's a crazy season. I'm glad that Nicole won America's Favorite. For me, that was the highlight of the finale. And I think we can leave it there. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm just, I mean, I'm excited for a break, but I'm also excited to see you next season. Definitely, definitely. Hopefully they do another celebrity season. I would like that with good people. (laughs) I mean, the rumor now is that it's been canceled, but I guess we'll wait and see. Christina, if the people want to talk to you about big brother or anything where can they find you on social media i am on all my social media at christina jascott sweet if you want to talk to me about this episode the finale how nick is trash whatever your little heart desires you can find me on twitter at it's me Breely, and you can tweet me with the hashtag oh brother podcast and we shall chat Only one other thing I wanted to mention is I'm also on an app called TV Co. It's a live streaming app. I did live streams all season for a big brother, but I am also going to be live streaming for The Voice, The Walking Dead, and Riverdale. So if you guys watch any of those shows and you want to come follow me and chat with me live, I do little like watch with me live stream parties on there. So if you want to come join the party, (laughs) um, download the app and find me at It's Me Breely as well. And I think that's it. Yeah. All right. 
these two conspiring bitches are signing <laughs> off. Signing off, man. Yes, we will see you next season. Yeah. And that's that. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.